Coming up, how we can create a compassionate world. But first... Welcome to Imagine Peace, the podcast that invites you on a transformative journey toward a world filled with harmony and understanding. Together, let's ignite the flame of peace within ourselves and radiate it outward so we can have a future where unity prevails. This is Imagine Peace, where dreams become reality. Join us as we explore the power of compassion, the beauty of diversity, and the potential for positive change. Hello, everyone, and welcome to 10 Million for World Peace. This is Imagine Peace. And today we have a very special person we're going to talk to about peace. John Elliott Raymer is an American entrepreneur, a civic leader, an inventor, and a musician. He is the co-founder of several technology companies, the designer and co-founder of several deep social networks. He is the former executive director of the Intera Project and co-founder of Ideal Network. He is also the designer and co-founder of Compassionate Action Network International, a nonprofit organization based in Seattle that led the effort to make the city the first in the world to affirm Karen Armstrong's Charter for Compassion. More recently, John conceived of and produced the Compassion Games, Survival of the Kindest, Raymer also serves as Director and Chief Technology Officer at Four Worlds International Institute with a focus on the campaign to protect the sacred. John is also the songwriter and lead guitarist in the band Once and for All. Welcome, John, to the Imagine Peace. Wow. Thanks for having me. There's a lot of me. There is a lot of you, and, and Marbeth and I are so... Um, just honored that you are with us today to talk about peace. Thank you so. Thank you for the work you're doing. This is the time. Thank it you. is the time. We, we said that earlier today. It's it's all just coming together and happening in divine time. So, John, tell us about the work you're doing for world peace. Well, you know, one thought there is that someone said the other day, and it struck me as a profound thought, that the future is not like it was in the past. The future is not like it was in the past. And we're looking at a very new world. We're moving between worlds. And the indigenous world, they say that's when really humanity changes, when it's out of balance with nature. And it needs to come into balance. And we're in one of those times. So, um, well, service is for me the go-to what I do that keeps me afloat in the magic canoe is working with social innovators that are committed to behavior change at scale. We've got to change the way we're doing things. And that's not easy. I can relate to it personally, but as well as us collectively. So this idea of creating synergy and partnering in unprecedented ways is for me essential if we're going to change things. We don't change our direction. You know, we're going to wind up where we're headed. And it's hard to change. So we can only do it better together. And for me, change specifically means new kinds of agreements, new kinds of cooperation, 
So like, you know, the sign network, which is part of the community we're in, we've shared with each other over 350 Facebook pages. So we're able to go live and take a member's stream and turn it into a wave to reach a lot more people because everyone wants to reach more people. Everyone wants to get more engagement right now. We really, it's a call. It's like a code red kind of situation for humanity. So I'm doing a lot, as you can see from what I'm saying. We're doing it in a place we call One World, which is bigger than any one of us, but big enough for all of us. And um, oneworld.earth is where people can find out more. And it's really about interconnected communities and uniting them. Because this is one of the threats and challenges to all this good work is being done in silos that aren't connected like they need to be. So we're taking that on technically as well as socially. I mean, that's really where it needs to happen. So let me pause there and put a lot on the table as to what, did I answer just one question or there were all of them? <laughs> well, we can ask you the next one, which is how is what you're doing impacting the world? Okay. Well, you know, it goes back to our comment before. It, it isn't impacting, quote, the world, but each of our worlds. You know, um, there's something I learned about language that's profound, that affected me. We're the only ones, the only animal that make promises. And that's really relevant because the world is a made up thing. We made it up. I don't know, you know, and before there was money, there was enough for everybody. And the animals don't look at it the same way, but we are a part of nature. We are nature. And therefore, impacting the world for me is more challenging than just being good relative right here, right now with who I'm with in each moment. So that's how the work that we're doing. It's enabling these innovators to achieve purpose in the face of uncertainty. I feel like that's our best impact we could have is to offer what's needed so that these dreams are not just dreams, but actually become a reality. I love that, John. I love that thought. So, John, what does peace on earth mean to you? Well, you know, there used to be smoking sections on airplanes. I look back now and I said, what were we thinking? Mm -hmm. I'd love it to be that this idea of like, I got to kill you because you and I can't get along because I don't know how to regulate and manage my own emotions. And I want to hate you and all of that stuff. I, for me, peace on earth is we just realized, oh my God, what were you doing? I mean, people used to eat people, right? Now, oh, just the thought of it, oh my God, makes me, I would want it to be that that way. That really what war is, is failed diplomacy. Lack of the capacity to have empathy, to understand that there isn't my certainty, but there's, you know, there isn't one certainty. Everyone has their certainty and they're entitled to it as much as I may not like it. But if we're going to coexist, we're going to make it okay for us to have very different views and still make room for each other. So that's what peace on earth is going to be when we 
realize that we're better not killing each other. We're better learning how to heal. Coping isn't healing. In the indigenous world, they know how to empty. Our culture doesn't know how to empty. The Western mind doesn't think that way. So we're walking wounded and hurting people hurt people. So, you know, peace on earth for me is a radical possibility. It's, I have radical hope. Because things could change in a second. We've seen that before. And I think that just happened to humanity with the recognition of generative AI. That it's like a huge, I call them etch-a-sketch moments. Did you ever have an etch-a-sketch when you were a kid? When you just shake the thing, you just like start all over. I think the emergence of this kind of technology is going to cause everyone to have to stop and ponder. What does it mean to be a human being? And what is real human understanding in relation to super artificial intelligence and how we work together? There's something tremendous there. I mean, I've seen examples that are just mind-blowing. People should understand. So I have a paper on this topic, okay, that we wrote. I'm really excited about AI, AI doesn't care. Right. You do. And I want to help people get clear about that and start to say, okay, if that's true, we've got a great new thinking and doing partner, but we got to be more humane to rise to the occasion. So in, you do think that peace is possible? Yes. No question. Peace is our calling. That's what we're here to do. There is no other game to play. Love. Love, Love wins. Love wins. Oh, how beautiful. How awesome. So, John, um, our project that we're doing is involves meditation. So why do you believe meditating for peace is important? Well, okay. I promise to do my best to be an inner, a stable inner self who's easy to co-regulate with. I'm a musician. I want to show up in tune. I want to listen. So meditation or pausing even, just stopping there, just start with the idea of a pause, is profound. And taking a breath can change everything. So it's part of the somatic, part of this effective learning. You know, this realm is important to be able to self-regulate so we can co-regulate. One of my teachers, Patricia Andeyeva, says that's intrapersonal holiness for yeah. interpersonal wholeness. Bless you. So I think meditation is key. Now, you know, Everyone's got their own blend of it, too, and it's, you know, there may not be, you know, the right way again, but just having that as a practice gives me a better shot at being a better relative. Very there's a right or wrong way. Right. Like you said, we, we all do it in our own way. That we do it is good, and we should encourage each exactly. other to do it. 
Absolutely. Do you have a particular peace practice that's your favorite? Well, this creator's breath. So in terms of just like breathing, okay. So there's an affirmation that goes along with it. So two in quick through your nose and then a long one from your mouth, right? So and the affirmation thought is I am a precious child of creator within creation. I am a precious child of creator within creation. You can really feel the peace come in when you do that. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. That was from Patricia Ann Davis, a woman who hosts the Love Currency Embassy in One World, one of my favorite teachers. And, you know, she is so wise. She has the treasure knowledge. I believe that. So, John, this has been awesome to hear about you and the work that you do and your belief that we can achieve this peace on our earth. How can people find you and find out more about the work that you're doing? Well, go to One World. So O-N-E, One World, dot Earth. Uh, I've got a profile there. I'm really all over the place. That was a Wikipedia article someone wrote that you were reading from. And yeah. Compassion Games, like OlympicGames.org is another website. The Sign Network are the social innovators. You know, when you, I've been around 65 years, so you're getting like more, it only goes longer, you know, that you got more to talk about. There's a lot going on right now, though, and I do, you know, invite anyone to reach out. We do have that paper, AI, A, the letter, doesn'tcare.com. And I want, I really want to provoke a conversation for us on the planet right now about this. So that's definitely, if you're interested in me and what I'm currently most concerned with, I think that's embracing humanity in the age of AI and, toward a path to compassion and innovation. That's where one world will be in. That's where I am intended to keep growing. Beautiful. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me, ladies. Thank, Thank you for this work. So Thank much. you for coming, John.